Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Lisa Berrigan On Demand podcast. Now, with everybody talking about the new James Bond film, No Time to Die, figured I had to get an expert on to talk about this film. And I found one. He is James King. He is an acclaimed film critic, and he is the host of the official No Time to Die podcast. This is a six-part series, What You Don't Know About the New James Bond 007 Movie. Now, just like you listen to my podcast, you can listen to the James Bond podcast wherever you get your podcast from, wherever you're listening to this right now. James and I cover a lot of ground in this interview including not only behind-the-scenes scoop on the making of No Time to Die, but he talks about the world premiere he attended in London with all the stars of the film and the royal family. This was quite an event. He also spoke with all the stars of the film. We dive into Daniel Craig's tremendous run as James Bond. Also talk about the great James Bond theme songs over the years, including the theme for this film done by Billie Eilish. And what bands should do a Bond theme in the future, including a classic rock band who I'm quite surprised hasn't already done a Bond theme. Plus, of course, everybody wants to know who's the next James Bond going to be. Nobody knows, but it's an interesting conversation. All that and so much more. Here is my interview with world-renowned James Bond expert, James King. Hi, Lisa. Hi, good morning, James. How are you? I'm very good. How are you today? I'm doing great. We're talking to James King, acclaimed film critic, host of the first ever official James Bond podcast, No Time to Die, a six-part series available wherever you get podcasts. Uh, James, we have all been waiting so long for this Bond film. Does it live up to the hype? Is it worth the wait? Oh, it's absolutely worth the wait. You know, I think it's worth the wait because it's it's a, such a great big screen experience. And some people were saying it could have gone to a streaming service in Amazon or Netflix or whatever. But actually, when you see the movie on the big screen, when you see the movie in theaters, you understand why we waited. You understand why we needed to see this on the biggest screen possible, not on your TV at home. How does this rank against other Bond films? Well, it's, I, what I'll say is it's a very long film. It's 160 minutes long. And I don't think it felt too long, but my overwhelming reaction was, I need to see this again. <laughs> there is a lot going on. There's a lot going on in the plot. There are a lot of emotions going on. So I absolutely enjoyed it, and I would say that it's, it's certainly up there with one of Daniel Craig's best movies. But I think time will tell. We do need to watch this movie a few times. We need to get used to it a little bit. We need to sit back a little bit and digest it before I think we can definitively say it's number three or it's number five or it's number one or whatever we want to say. But certainly I wasn't disappointed. How many times have you seen the film? Have you seen it just once or have you seen it already multiple times? Uh, I've seen it just once. It came out uh, over here in the UK a week ago. I was lucky enough to go to the premiere in London and I saw it there. 
And obviously, you know, there's so much expectation. There was so much atmosphere in the room. This was at the Royal Albert Hall in London, and Prince Charles was there, and William and Kate. So it was an amazing atmosphere, but that's not quite the same as watching it on a rainy Wednesday afternoon in your local cinema. So I can't wait to see it again and just wallow in it all over again, because like I said, there's a lot going on. So you mentioned Daniel Daniel Craig's final movie playing 007. Does he go out with a bang? (laughs) He certainly does. Yeah, uh, everybody I spoke to for the podcast, I hadn't seen the film. I was making the podcast and I hadn't seen the film. And of course, no, there were no spoilers given away. But everybody I spoke to said this is a fitting send-off for Daniel Craig, a fitting tribute to his time as James Bond. And when I saw the movie, I had to agree. It absolutely feels like a great final chapter, a great end to his era as 007. So, James, you mentioned that you don't give away any spoilers in the podcast. So do you recommend that people listen to the podcast episodes before they see the film or see the film and then go to your podcast? Um, I think I think listen to it first. It's, it's, it whets the appetite. It's a great teaser for what you're about to see. Having said that, I listened back to it again after watching the movie, and it still works. You know, you get to learn a lot about things like the costume design, the locations, the casting, all these different things. Uh, And when you know the characters, when you've seen the movie, that takes on a whole new meaning. So absolutely, you can listen to it before you see the movie because it doesn't spoil anything. But at the same time, perhaps listening to it after you've seen the movie, you will understand even more of it. James, can you share a little behind-the-scenes scoop, maybe one little tidbit to what our appetite for the podcast? Yeah, of course, yeah. Well, it was great to speak to Billie Eilish, who, of course, did the theme tune uh, with her brother, Phineas O'Connell, and they, they are very good at breaking down that song, breaking down the No Time to Die theme song that they wrote, and how perhaps it has little echoes of some previous theme songs in it. It was great to speak to Daniel Craig. I had a great time chatting to him about going back to when he got the role for Casino Royale, his first movie, just remembering how he felt at that time. So there are some lovely personal stories that I really enjoyed. Here at Big 100, we're a classic rock station, so we are huge fans of Rami Malek after seeing him play Freddie Mercury. How is he in this film, No Time to Die? Well, first of all, I'll say... I asked him if there was any band or artist he thought should have done a Bond theme song. And, of course, he said Queen. Ah. Of course, he said, he said the guys, Roger Taylor, Brian May, are big Bond fans, and they were texting him, asking him for, for spoilers about what was going to happen in the new movie. So he was very much in contact with the guys from Queen when he was making No Time to Die. Um, how is he as a Bond villain? Well, he's definitely a guy, and he told me this in the interview, who has watched other Bond villains from the past. He's done his research. So this guy, Safin, the character that he plays, perhaps isn't the greatest Bond villain of all time, but he certainly feels like a proper classic Bond villain because Rami Malek did his homework. Who's your favorite James Bond? Like, I love Daniel Craig, but... I really grew up with Pierce Brosnan, so I'd have to say that Pierce is my favorite of all time. Do you have a favorite Bond? 
Well, um, I think Daniel Craig, as a film fan, I'm really impressed by what he's done with the character, making the character feel more realistic and more human. I love that. But, you know, when I watch the original films from the 60s, the Sean Connery films, they have such a glamour about them, such a charm about them, such a style about them, that, that... it's almost like being transported back in a time machine back to the 60s. Uh, and Sean Connery makes it look effortless. So you can't go wrong in my book with Sean Connery. Who do you think would be good to be the next Bond? It's a good question. I mean, <laughs> Lisa, if I knew I would put money on it, I would make a lot of money. Um, but uh, Daniel Craig has said, just make sure it's someone different to me. Don't try and copy me, what I've done. So that leaves it quite open, really. I think there are lots of people, probably guys in their 30s, who are fairly well-known, have maybe been in some TV shows, some movies, had some success, but aren't big A-list actors. I don't think you're going to get a big A-list actor to play this role. I think you want someone who is fairly well-known, like Pierce Brosnan was, like Daniel Craig was, but not a huge superstar. Right. When I think back to when Daniel Craig first got the role, remember when everyone was so outraged because he was blonde and not brunette? Yeah. I know. It feels so long ago now, doesn't it? It does. We so got used to him as James Bond. But all those worries, all those concerns that people had, which even at the time I thought were fairly silly, but actually now it just feels like, you know, we've completely forgotten about that. But there was a lot of, there were a lot of uh, debates about whether he was the right guy when he got the role. But as soon as they saw him in Casino Royale, as soon as they saw him as an action hero, let's be honest, as soon as they saw him walk out of the sea in those swimming (laughs) trunks, people changed their minds. Absolutely. James, what most impresses you about No Time to Die? Um, What I love about it is the balance between it being an action movie, like, of course, it's a Bond movie, of course there's a villain, of course there's threats, of course there are thrills, and it has all of those, but it balances it with a really personal story, actually. James Bond's personal life, his emotional life, and it's very touching. So to blend those two things, to balance those two things is a very difficult thing, but I think they manage it in this film. We've been speaking with James King about the official James Bond podcast, which he hosts, No Time to Die, a six-part series available now. Uh, Where can people get the podcast? Just all the usual places? All the usual places, Lisa. Yeah, it's everywhere. Wherever you get podcasts, you've got to check it out before seeing the movie this weekend. James, thank you so much for your time this morning. We really appreciate it. Great to speak to you. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.